Welcome back to the break room. This is our daily live show that keeps you updated on all the nerdy fandom news that you need to know. Coming up on the show today, Quantum Realm character roundup. I hate that sentence. An untitled Sony Marvel movie planned? It's true. And Dave Bautista, future rom-coms? Oh my goodness. Could you imagine? Could you be be so enticed? Uh, I'm Brandon Beck. Who cares across the table? We got Koi Jandro. Give me that Blade Runner 2049 prequel. That's a love story. Oh, like, oh, oh yes. that's what I do. Why is he so is sad? He gay in that movie? Whoa, I don't know. I don't I want to see. He's a robot. Love. Let him be whatever he's not a he robot. wants to be. Uh, speaking on behalf of all gay robots, we got John Costa. Hi, I'm also a gay robot. Oh, delicious. Uh, and next to me right here, we got our boy Tommy B. You people don't deserve me. You're right. Oh, okay. You're so well That's lit it? today. Thank you. That's Beard it? looks great. Thanks. Oh, he's lit today. Don't get it. <laughs> uh, we got a lot. Thanks of- to Blue Chew. Our- <laughs> oh, no. no, no. They haven't oh, no. us in a while. They didn't pay for it today. Stop taking it when they don't pay. <laughs> oh, I'm Jesus. Pay- I'm paying for it. <laughs> uh, we got lots to get to today, so let's get right into it with the headlines. Tickety tackety toot toot toot. James Gunn has teased more information about Batman and Superman in the upcoming DCU. He said that, quote, He's at the Daily Planet. I assume this is Superman. Uh, We're coming into a world where superheroes exist and have existed. So does that mean Batman might be a couple years older than Superman? Yes, it could be. (laughs) What a weird weird sentence structure. That's how he said it. He said it like the way my high school football coach used to get us excited for games where he'd be like, Yes. Hey. It could be. Are they a good team? It might be. (laughs) (laughs) You think they've got it figured out how to play against us? They might have. Is there any chance that they worked harder than us this week? No, sir. There ain't no way in hell they did. Oh, um, motivational. They were what? who they thought we were. We went 0-10 that. You know what I'm saying? The thing that uh, makes me the happiest from that quote was that this is a world where there have been superheroes mm-hmm. for a little while, um, which I like. It's not, it's, you know, it's, we're not getting a lot of origin stories for a lot of these characters. Even the world is not mm-hmm. getting an origin getting story. Origin we're going to just yeah. jump in. To a world that, like, hopefully, already feels kind of established. Yeah, like, I wonder it's a if he's gonna play world. with that as a concept, like Flashpoint yeah. leaving like ramifications. Like, if the end of everything is Flashpoint, like it was pretty strongly said in the announcement, will we have characters that are aware of another universe, like having Ooh. have happened? I think he came out and said no. Okay, because that's my curiosity. Is if. I don't remember. If, if we have Aquaman be this, like, middle ground, because I think Blue Beetle, they can nicely, like, wrap up and tie in because they have time. Right. And I think Flash, they're probably going to reshoot the ending or, like, reshape things. I think that there's going to be, like, basically a cascading event where, depending on how these do, how much they'll impact the future. Because we have 2024 to decide. They'll be shooting these movies, but we can kind of have that maybe be, like, an echo. So I, I'm really curious about that. And I also think it's kind of weird that people are so upset about the idea of an older Batman than Superman because I've never thought of an alien physiology. He needs to be the like, same age as him. Same birthday. Same, same birthday, mother's name. Same age. Same mother's you got to have the mom name and the birthday on the card. Uh, but I mean, I think that if you have like a 30-year-old Batman and he's got like a, uh, a 10-year-old kid, that's not crazy. If, if Superman's like 30 and he's like 35, I don't yeah. know. It's just... It's not, it's, it's not too insane to me. I think it works, and I love the idea of, you know, superheroes existed. So, like, you have Superman going around New York, and they're like, yeah, or Metropolis, if you think. And they're like, <laughs> they're like there's also a New York. Explain that to me. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, but, like, the idea that he's zipping around, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah we, we don't it's care. Fine. It's the, the we red We kind of like the, the bat guy. He's, he's our favorite. Um, we kind of speculated this yesterday or within the last two days. Uh, that if, if the story they're telling with Batman is with Damian Wayne and all that, then he should be older 
And if this is yeah. a year one Superman, then yeah, yeah it'll be probably younger. be a little bit younger. Closer. I think it's going to be like a year three Superman. Uh, I think it's well, going to be... No, no, but I'm saying like just... I, I'm not... It's not semantics. I want a cornfield! There's a different tone of year three. I think he's going to be a little bit more established with his yeah. relationship with Lex. That's the only reason I bring up year three. Because Lex is a childhood, like, you know, faux friend. Yeah, yeah. But I think he's going to be established as that rivalry is already established beyond the year one tone. Mm -hmm. And I also think it's going to be a matter of... The reason they're doing the Bat Family, I think beyond bringing in Damian Wayne, is it's going to be an already established Nightwing. It's going to be an already established perhaps Red Hood, this allows yeah. you to have a relationship with Joker that's already fully formed so you can use him or not. This allows you to have Joker. a fully, I mean, we've got- Jared Leto back? He's back, uh, but it allows yeah. you to have- Somehow, a, Jared Leto returns. It's that the Batman <laughs> that, that can fit with Justice League is going to be a little softer. And I think mm. having Damian Wayne be more intense and an assassin right. will be a great mirror for the Justice League. Okay. We're going to pull the ripcord on Koi and the DCU a little bit later in the show. So I'll be ready. Oh, save some. Okay, save some. I got it save in the pocket. Some of it. Juice them up, boys. Save yeah. some of it. Next headline, Folks, Sony Pictures 2024 release slate lists an untitled Sony slash Marvel Universe movie. Mm. It is currently slated for release on July 12th, 2024. Mm. Now, we personally at the channel, we think this could be Venom 3. Yeah. Which we're expecting to start shooting this summer. Seems yeah. like the furthest along. Greenlit in April 2022. That doesn't already have a date. Right. I, I've been speculating that we will not have a standalone Spider-Boy movie before the end of Secret Wars. Mm. I think Spider-Man will be in the Secret they Wars. They gotta get Dyson. him in there. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think they want that to... I, I think... I you think, don't think it's gonna, like, Kang Dynasty's gonna fuck everything up, mm -hmm. and then there's gonna be a standalone Spider-Man movie that everyone's gonna be like, wait, I thought this world shattered, and then, like, the post credit scene is gonna well, be him getting sucked into Battle World or something. Sure, but, I mean, like, I don't think we get the standalone Spider-Man movie, because I think... The Sony Marvel relationship, this is just purely me speculating, doing a little wrestling booking, a, a, <laughs> yes. a fantasy booking of my own. Mm. The relationship started well. They shook hands, Civil War, it happens, we see Spider-Man, we're making these three standalone movies. You get a Doctor Strange, you get an Iron Man in your movie, Sony. It's going great, we love it, it's a great partnership. We get Endgame, it's beautiful, everyone's crying, far from home, oh, it's great. Then we move into this new territory, and they're like, Sony's like, well, we're gonna make some movies too. They make their Venom movies, everything's going well. And then you get like Carnage, well. and at the end of it, right, Venom gets sucked into the MCU. Kevin Feige's like, wait, what's happening? Now I gotta explain this. Yeah. So then they have to add a little thing at the end from Far From Home. They're like, oh, he was down in Mexico, and now he's back. It's all good. And Feige's like, oh, we got past that one. And then he goes and sees Morbius, and then he ended up Morbius, and he's like, wait, what is happening? Someone. And I think the relationship is a little rough right now. Someone... And they're like, we'll get back together after Secret Wars. I want, I need Dave Franco and Seth Rogen to make in the interview too, so that Sony gets hacked again. <laughs> uh, so you get all these emails oh, yeah, where yeah, Kevin yeah. Feige's emailing Amy Pascal. Yeah, yeah. I like that you're going with Dave too. Franco this time. Oh yeah, sorry, James. James, <laughs> we don't want you. No, no, no Dave right, Franco's ready. I think uh, I think you're on the money Venom with 3? Venom, yeah. and I also think that it might be Andrew Garfield. I think okay. they're I think they're aggressively okay. courting Andrew Garfield. I would love it. And I think, I think he needs to be courted. Oh, I think he's doing so many great like he Oscar -y things. He well, does, but I don't know if he wants saw to. the first two Venom. Yeah, I like those movies. They're fun 90s They're movies. Fine. But I, fun. I honestly, I think Tom Hardy wants to play him another time and then probably like go. Like he made him to play with his kids. Like he made him to like have that. I think he yeah, probably yeah. doesn't want to play Venom forever, so you need to make yeah. it sooner. And I also think that if you're going to get Andrew Garfield or Toby, you should do it sooner than later. Yes, and Toby yeah. already has the, the messiness of Venom. So I think right. it's Andrew. And I do think you're right about Spider-Man. And we'll get yes. an older college age, like senior year of college Spider-Man after all the chaos. And Kang can solve all those Venom problems. Sure. We got a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man will be in 
Marvel movies, but we're not going to have a standalone Spider-Boy movie until after this is all done. Will Spider-Man be in Venom 3? Mm. A Spider-Man. Well, I think he thinks it's Garfield. I also I like think that. Into the Spider-Verse becomes Across the, the Spider-Verse, and when they go through the Spider-Verse in the third one, it goes to Madam Web, and there's yeah. live action stuff. Well, yeah, and again, we think this is Venom 3 because, like, Madam Web has a release date. Craven uh, um, yeah. uh, the Hunter has a release date, so it's not those. We know those are still. I think those yet. all connect though through yeah. Spider Verse, oh, yeah, yeah. and I think that we're going to see Venom be more impactful because that's 2024. That's a while away. We could have something happen with Madame Web and across through the Spider Verse that impacts yeah. all of this. So like this could be a big event thing that we don't even know about. Okay, okay. As long as both sides are talking to each other, I just hope they're happy. As long as I hear a lot of people are talking about Craven. <laughs> No, no. Oh, they are? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Next headline. <laughs> Looking for a present for the ant stands in your life? Oh, How about the now Did totally real... Do we get paid real... for this episode? No, I'm reading this headline. <laughs> Sorry. How about the now totally real book, Look Out for the Little Guy? At a new Marvel promo, Paul Rudd presents Scott Lang's memoir. It's very meta, and he calls it out, uh, which you can get pre-orders in for right now. Mm. Uh, the book... Does not ship until September. I already looked at the website. Oh. Because I was like, oh, do we need to read this ahead of it? Does it ship until September? Yeah, I think they're writing the book right My God, now. are, are they writing spoilers? it one letter a day? Well, I don't know, but... I, yeah, I really don't think they're What it. month is it? Yeah. Am I confused? <laughs> it's, it's February, right? It's I was, February, I was March, hoping... April, May, June, July, August, September. That's eight months from he now. He did the math. He did the math. Did I hope it's a time travel joke. Like in, in mm. the book, there's Kang references from Kang Dynasty. I know. Like there's too. stuff that like jumps through yeah. time. Well, this is the book we see him promoting in the trailers for Ant-Man and the Wasp. How can it exist he's in the movie? A, he's at a book reading, reading it. Uh, so, you know. The Blu-ray will be up by then. Yeah, yeah. I was really hoping that we would get the podcast that was referenced in Miss Marvel, where mm -hmm. like Scott Lang was doing a NPR style like recap of what had happened in Endgame. Mm. Still trying to put that Does out, Terry folks. Gross do cameo? Can we hire oh. Terry Gross? Oh. Ooh, I would love Terry Gross do, to be a part we'll of that. We'll do like 55 yeah. cameos and get a yeah. full script. Scott Lang, you told it all about your time in prison, but I want to know more about your time inside of Thanos' asshole. <laughs> that like? oh, well, my God. well, Terry, that's the book. Yum. The perfect. whole book's a tell-all. Uh, Talk headline. about gross. <laughs> next headline. <laughs> oh, I like that one. We'll, we'll, we'll go back to that. Save that. Uh, we also got a new Ant-Man spot, a teaser, if you will, for, the, for those of you who want to see this in 3D. You loved Avatar 2, you could see Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium in 3D. Mm. In this trailer, we see the glowing ant farm from the lab uh, that we saw where they get the initial suck-in, mm -hmm. if you will. The suck-in. Uh, we see this kind of thing in the background. It almost looks like a map. We think it's like an ant farm with those little glowing ants. It's been pointed out in the videos. You watch the channel, mm. folks. Uh, this, new, this new trailer, you kind of see that getting sucked into the quantum realm. Uh, and they make a point of showing it in this trailer. And the fact that you see it going in, that could be an important MacGuffin for this movie, mm, right? They don't have ants. Uh, huh? They don't have they ants. They don't have ants? How tiny would those ants be in the quantum realm? Maybe. Quantum ants? Could we see quantum ants? Maybe you have to build tunnels? I mean, there's all this... I mean, you know, these ant references in these movies, of course. But this one, especially with all the ant-mans acting like ants and making a tower. True. Who knows? I, I don't know. World War Z. You just need to see the movie already. This is the MCU property that references its, like... Uh, you know, the thing that the person is based on the most. Mm. We're not getting a lot of, like... Uh, well, Spider-Man doesn't talk to spiders. We're not right? getting a lot of yeah, spider yeah. stuff. You get some panther we stuff. We don't get a lot panther. of wasps. I'll tell you what. Yeah. It's all ants. That's right. 
She doesn't talk to wasps as far as I know. I think he's also the character that probably. I mean, later Tony on, Stark's not building his suit out of iron. Let me tell you, no, it's it is, too it is fucking way heavy. too heavy. He did it once, and it yeah, I think you're right. I think, and even the comic books, because mm-hmm. Spider-Man like has a spider totem thing, but it's not as spider-based as Ant-Man. Captain America is talking about America. All that's, that's true. true. He talks about America all that's a, and, and it's all over him. It's all over. Yeah, he's pretty spangled. It's all over him. I wish Ant-Man talked to real ants and uncles too. Oh, I guess right. Get what you're saying. I wish I could talk to my aunts. Oh. oh. They, did they... they all got on a train together one day, and that train careened off the side of the Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was an avalanche. Oh. <laughs> no, that was terrible. That was worse than the Tim Duncan, we love your work on the Spurs, <laughs> but we're never going to talk about Percy Jackson. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, Tim Duncan. You, you heard it from Tommy's mouth. Uh, also, I, Trashback's ending in the Super <laughs> Chat, and we have to, this is a headline. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of angry about, about this. Okay, well, chat. that's because John hasn't finished Andor, uh, but Trashback has just finished Andor. Yes. And it, they Why say, you out me best like Star Wars <laughs> out there. Shots to my You deserve it. You deserve it. I watched, I watched, I watched 11 episodes of Andor. You then won't finish it. I did not watch the finale. You're that close to finish it. It's so good. Well, it is for Andor. I started watching it, and I just don't care Fight about Minora's character. And, One way out. One way out, my yeah. guy. It accelerates so beautifully. The, the, the pacing. I got a lot of Okay, I'm working on so it. We haven't said it on the channel in a while. Apologies to Andrew. Apologies, Apologies, Apologies to Andrew. And John? I do. Apologize. Thank you. Thank you. For your candor <laughs> about Andor. I, I was not trying to be candid about it. Brandon outed me. You were outed. I apologize yeah. for that. Preston Jones, they need garbage plates and guardians. They need garbage plates anywhere. The most delicious of all cuisine. The mm-hmm. garbage, garbage plates. Plate. The official... Garbage plate is the official dish of Rochester, New York. Oh, it's okay. not a secret. What is a garbage plate? A garbage plate is macaroni, home fries, uh, either hot dogs or cheeseburgers on top with a meat sauce, onions, and mustard. Let me tell you, you eat one of those, you feel like you swallowed a bowling ball, uh, both inside and out. Yeah, that saved me a lot of money on bowling balls. I mean, heart surgeons in Rochester must just be... Thriving. Oh, we don't just have any there. Just they, just, they just drop everyone in. I'm out of here! People, we have what's called a heart attack pit. And when it starts to come on, you just walk over the edge and flop in. Oh, that's kind. That's like a very self-serving. Well, on that note, let's get into our main discussion today. We got this new Ant-Man in the Wasp Quantumania spot. Mm. You know, we're in that. These are the dark times, folks. Uh, The movie's a couple weeks away. Uh, They're going to keep putting out these little teasers. They're going to give us a little more juice, each one. To mm. tease us more, to get us into those theaters, we're more ant see it. juice. Uh, we, we don't want to spoil the movie too much. We can't. We haven't seen it yet. But like, we do want to kind of yeah. take this moment to take a register of these weird quantum realm people that we got involved. Mm. Well, these little side characters that are going to play yeah. a role in this uh, movie. So in this most recent trailer, we got our first look at the character Zeb, who's being played by David Desmouchian, mm. who you might know from the... Uh, there's a great photo of He's Zeb. Goopy. Yeah. He's Goopy. This is the head of Zeb. Uh, what do you think? It looks Could like some butt. sort of goop in, his, in, his, in a jar. Yeah. yeah. Let, uh, me, let me tell you guys, oh. uh, I don't want to cross-pollinate our platforms. In our, so I have a pretty dynamite theory about the uh, QR, Quantum Realm mm-hmm. Residence, coming out on Rogue Theory mm-hmm. uh, this week. And I want to I want to invite y'all to watch on Saturday because I've got some thoughts on Zeb. Uh, I've got some rules for the quantum realm, a QR code, if you will. Oh, uh, uh, that I I oh. think is gonna blow. Do I have to download an app? Gen Z loves the QR. No, code. just open your photo app and yeah, you yeah. press it. Yeah, yeah, John, cool. just live through a pandemic. We all know how to do it. That's where all the menus are. I want to talk about this guy. Yeah, talk about Zeb. Because we were talking about it earlier. 
He's super goopy, <laughs> uh -huh. which is kind of weird. Uh, different than a lot of the other Quantum Realm characters that we've seen so far. But he's also being voiced by someone who's in the Ant-Man movies. He's in the first two. Right? But confirm um, that that character's not coming back for this one. I think there's some crossover there. So, you and I have talked about I know, this. I so, I, I don't know what, where you're going with that, but like, you know, uh, Luis, we're not getting. Change right. it. Watch your tone. <laughs> That's one. Gentlemen. Don't make Ouch. me count to three. Ouch. Gentlemen. You know, uh, what we saw with MODOK slash Yellow Jacket slash Darren Cross, mm -hmm. he gets sucked into the quantum realm and he becomes all this super disfigured and they like put him inside of this like, mm. I, I feel like they put him in his little body. Right. His body made out of metal. <laughs> it feels right. like they like set him <laughs> in there. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's also really goopy. Right. So we were talking earlier. We talking about, if you say goopy you one more goopy. time, he's goopy. I'm leaving. Based on Frank. Goopy is the new moist. Yeah, a little bit. In terms of upsetting. A little bit based on Frank, but also like he's stretched, he's deformed, he's a like different right. shape. He like if you look at his face, he looks. Well, we only got one good shot. All yeah. his, all I'm his friends. All I'm, I'm trying to say is, what if Zeb? What if Zeb is just like a pre-Modoc? You know okay. what I mean? You know what I mean? He's sucked into Someone the quantum else realm. Brought in. He is sucked into the quantum realm by mistake. Mm -hmm. And this is sort of like, you know. Do you remember the first Ant Man when someone parallels. gets killed by a goopy? Frank. Yeah, Frank. Oh, that's the character. Got yeah, it. Another yeah, name. Yeah. So there Walks is there is potential for a transformation to this world where they could have a quantum realm. Because there was that rumor forever ago that the Fantastic Four were stuck in that little. That's right. So what if people mm. get trapped in the quantum realm? Well, yeah. And some don't have the physiology, but the Fantastic Four yeah. do. Well, yeah. And, you know, one of the things we talked about a couple weeks ago was that the. Um, People who use pin particles like start making them in their body. That's a comic book right? thing. Right. Yeah. So if you, it's a comic book thing. Thank you. So if you, if you assume all of these folks get trapped in the quantum realm mm -hmm. and they, they like go through Cassie's weird device, but you've got David Desmalchi and just like well, he, just he came over to like yeah. drop some mail off or something, something like that, and yeah. he gets sucked in, and yeah. he doesn't have the. Physiology that the Pims do and, he and says, the legs do. It's Zeb now. It's Zeb now. Please use my real well, name. Well, what? Why is Darren Cross not in the quantum realm? Being like, please call me Darren. Well, a we don't know that yet. Mm. Uh, that could be true. B with Darren Cross, you bring up a good point, right? Uh, Frank is the gentleman we saw in the first Ant Man. He worked for Darren Cross. He questioned him. Darren Cross gave him a little zap with the <laughs> still being evolved Pim particles, uh, and he was turned into a goo that was moving, so still alive, yeah. and flushed him. Uh, when Darren Cross enters the quantum realm, it's not through pin particles, okay? Mm. It's through cross particles, the stuff he's developed. He's in the yellow jacket suit. Now remember, his... But Frank is also cross particles. Uh, Frank is cross yeah. particles. Uh, uh, his, this, but this is like the late stage that are actually working, but they only work if the organic material is inside of uh, a suit or why you need the we saw the sheep, right? So he got shrunk down. He getting shrunk down via cross particles, not pin particles. So right. that could deform his body as he goes down. Because mm. when yeah, Ant-Man in the first in. one, mm -hmm. yeah, Ant-Man right. in the first one, he goes into the, he goes subatomic into Yellow Jacket's regulator to force that to happen. But he's not shooting out pin particles like, red, 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 red. Right, right, he's right, just right. like, yeah. so whatever happened to Derek Cross, he, it, it's the the cross particles that brought him down. So yeah, he's probably like deformed. And I think the metallicness of his body. Is maybe his own suit that he's like fused with permanently. Yes. And Kang gave whatever tech he had. He's like, oh, this is the best We're I can do. We're gonna try. Oh. Like, this is the best I can do. 
Uh, but you're thinking that Zeb could be the same guy I think that he David might, I think he might have been, place. yeah, he might have been it's, sucked it's, in it's too. Sucked in. And then they're like walking around the quantum realm and he's like, hey! It's Zeb now. What the hell? I, I think you're right on yeah. something. I like that. Because, I mean, I'm okay, directors, yes, they'll cast. All I'm going to say is watch Rogue Theory and it's all going to make <laughs> well, sense. Well, we're on this show. Well, basically. You can't spoil his Rogue Theory. Yeah, I can't spoil my Rogue Theory. I want to say so much. But I gave my heart out to that show, you know? And I don't want to drop into the heart attack pit yet. So I need <laughs> to, I gotta recover. It's hurtful. Well, let's talk about another uh, quantum person we have. And again, the question is, are, did all these people get sucked in? Or are some mm. of them born there organically? Gotta be. There's a huge society there. Yeah, I, would, yeah. I don't think everyone, unless Kang brought in a whole neighborhood. On well, his way. Speaking, Maybe speaking of which, sorry to jump ahead here That's a little good. bit, but like, this character Krylar, Lord mm. Krylar, mm. you know, <laughs> this is Bill Murray's character. You, you remember, um, not to bring politics into this, but I'm going to. Um, the main senator elect election in 2020 mm -hmm. was between uh, I can't remember her name. Susan Collins. Susan Collins and and the challenger, right? Susan Collins is the incumbent. Susan Collins ran all of these ads about how she was from Maine. She's born and raised in Maine, and her uh, opponent was not, even sure, though her sure. opponent like moved there when they were like ten or whatever. Um, I think that Bill Murray is playing this guy, Lord Krylar, who's the governor of Axia, mm. which is this community within the quantum realm that yeah. we're talking about. I have to think that first of all, the society is built so built up so much. Mm. That feels like people have been here for generations. I also kind of think like he might be some sort of like you know quantum realm purist who mm -hmm. is like I've been here for a long time. Vote for oh. me for governor. Blah, blah 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 blah. He has these sinister intentions. We believe. I was born in the quantum realm. Yeah, molded by. I also molded by. Whereas Janet, right, yeah. his, his sort of like antithesis in this movie was a visitor and came in and had to do... What if, going off your theory, he is a, you know, loyalist to the people that were born there and the goop people he wants to kill. I love the goop So people. the goop people come in and he's like, no, 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 you're goopy. Yeah, no. And he you're wants to weird. keep... What are you? He wants, I mean, he if wants a bunch to of keep... goopers came to Earth, you'd be like, get <laughs> out trying here. To keep... I don't want... I don't want to turn this back into Politics 101, <laughs> but I do want to point out that uh, prior to a democracy, mm. a governor is an appointed position. So I don't know that Bill ran in a free democratic right. you, election you in the quantum realm or, or in Axia. He may have been named governor. He may have named himself governor. Or maybe someone just went, hello, governor. And he was like, I like how that sounds. I'm going to mm -hmm. keep that. Well, he does go by Lord Grylar and he's considered a governor. So I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, what, he can also be a small version of one of the like the the, the bigger beings, like the collector and the grandmaster. Yeah, yeah, oh. like an elder, an yeah. elder god. Because because the elder of the universe are are generally you know larger than life, but it, it would make sense mm. that it'd be smaller ones too. So and the casting wise is very akin to your Benicio del Toros and your Jeff Goldblums. Sure. So there could be something to him being. Yeah one of that type of leader that is self-appointed. Was he or, hiding from Gore this whole time? Or like, down below. Oh, are ooh, they gonna bring that back? Fun. Well, I mean, they've established like eternity and we saw the room that had mm. a, a bunch of other of those kind of elder gods. Oh, elder that's things. a funny idea. Is he one connection. of those like hiding we, we away? know we've seen concept art and we know there was a deleted scene right. where Which he goes them? and finds the no. Grandmaster. I know? was always wondering if that was him going and being like, oh, you're not a god. And they would kind of have that line in the sand because mm -hmm. we don't really know 
if the elders are considered gods in this universe. Like yeah. the hierarchy of power has to change. Yeah. We have isn't to know. A, isn't a god right just sort of like a higher being? Maybe yeah, Marvel. What's... Maybe Marvel does have a line there, but <sighs> I would think like they have better two... technology, or they're better, more more powerful. Right. You know? Two mortals. Right. Like someone with immortality, which the elders of the universe kind of have, mm-hmm. um, would be a god. I yeah, think. Mm. but what would Gore be hunting in his purview? Because he he killed a literal god of like myth mm-hmm. immediately. So, right. and we also don't know about the I talk about all the time with the heavens and hells and all those things. Like, is that going to be something they discuss yeah. and draw lines in pocket dimensions? We're gonna get Gore uh, <laughs> trying back. to kill uh, Mephisto in Ironheart. That's gonna be the storyline. <laughs> oh, and a little bit of sorry, Ironheart, Ironheart. Sorry. thrown in there somewhere. Uh, now, uh, one other thing to bring up, bring up about Lord Krylar. Is they're really leaning heavy on the news and the kind of press for this movie that like there's some sort of weird relationship mm. between Janet Van Dyne and Lord Krylar. I mean, she was down there long enough. She can do whatever she wants. Her husband didn't come to get her. So what are you gonna do? Uh, she thought she was on her own. It's it's castaway down there. And you know what's interesting? We there's the the Comic Con trailer that never got released where he goes Janet Janet and we never hear that line of dialogue the only yeah. thing we've seen from him is the one shot in that first trailer we haven't seen him in any of the tv spots mm-hmm. um we've heard personally at new rockstars that like janet is going to feature a lot more heavily in this movie obviously in the first two she wasn't really in those that much um but it seems like this relationship is going to be really kind of front yeah. and center especially mm-hmm. when it comes to um putting a wedge between hope and janet sure right well i'm like very little hank in the trailers we've had one line yeah. from hank i just saved eight bucks I just saved that's, eight it. Bucks. that's it it is interesting how we're this close to release and we haven't really had a lot of the stuff we saw the longest ago and we've had all the alternate lines from mm. kang the alternate yeah. lines from kang make me think we're going to meet multiple kangs and those actually might be different they're going to repeat the scene it's over crazy and, over yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. I honestly think we're going to get I like i can't see a scene yeah. where scott's like i've heard I, the same. it's the anti-doctor strange right. scene yeah, yeah. so well, i can see that happening but, but it's weird that there's a lot of full-on scenes we haven't mm-hmm. seen since july the new one today was crazy when he was like whopper whopper <laughs> whopper <laughs> whopper 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 that's no, great. Bacon now, Lord Krylar does exist in the comics. Uh, he's an alien scientist in the microverse, which is kind of the quantum realm right. in the comics. Mm. He served uh, the warlord Vissus and had a machine capable of physically generating someone's deepest fear. Whoa. Uh, Scarecrow. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, a, a popular a popular device in uh, Bogarts. Oh, Bogarts. Thank you. Bogarts, you got to imagine something funny. And then throw a shoe at it. Uh, Krylar assisted, also assisted the Hulk in fighting a doppelganger of his, mm-hmm. but it was later killed by Vizis. Oh, R.I.P. Lord Krylar. Uh, now another another character we've seen very little of uh, is Quaz. 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 We're gonna Quaz? go with Quaz. Oh. Yes, this is played by. Sad. This is played by William Jackson Harper. You know him from Midsummer and The Good Place and tons of other stuff. Now there is speculation that this could be the hero Quasar. Mm. Um, we don't know that for sure. In the comics, Quasar is also known as Wendell Vaughn, a.k.a. Marvel Boy, and later, Marvel Man. Good for him. Did he have a Marvel mitzvah, or what happened? Well, <laughs> he met a young Marvel lady, and they oh. did the Marvels, if you will. Wow. Oh, it's a good place. Uh, and like, Quasar's been around. He's affiliated over time with the Avengers. He was, everyone's been an Avenger in the comics book. <laughs> uh, he was in S.W.O.R.D. at one point, uh, part of Project Pegasus, mm. which has been mentioned in the MCU before. Oh. So, we don't know. Oh, you know, there, we kind of talked around like this could be a child of Kang. I don't know. Uh, that's not who Quasar is in the comics. But again, we don't know that this is Quasar. People just assuming that maybe mm. it is because it 
Quasar is a character who fits into Cosmic Marvel. Mm -hmm. And even though this is Quantum Realm, this is Cosmic Marvel in a lot of ways. Yeah, I love that. Uh, that was MT's theory that he had on Slack for a long time. Yeah. Um, and it still could be true. Totally. By all well, means. you know, everyone was saying William Jackson Harper is being cast as Reed. Blah, 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 right. blah, blah, blah. Probably not the case. Um, I do think you don't cast an actor like that. I mean, I know we got Lake Bell for like a half a second mm -hmm. in. Um, Wakanda, in Wakanda forever. forever. I do think William Jackson Harper at this point is maybe like a little bit more well known than her. Um, I don't think you cast William Jackson Harper as like a guy off to know. the side. I also think that where he is minutes. in his career, he wouldn't want to necessarily. I, yeah. I could see him wanting to leap from TV to a franchise. I could yeah. see like where he just is. For this isn't where a one-off. Is I, I don't think he would want it to be a one-off. Like it'd be good exposure. But you can't I, say I know though to yeah, Marvel I mean, if they say we got you for one. Like, and no, we we we've, seen kind of, we've seen Michelle Yeoh play mm -hmm. multiple characters in the MCU yeah, yeah. and a couple other folks. But, but I like the Kazar idea just because Kazar, uh, just because it, it is that type of character, and and we are going more cosmic with you know the Beyonder. I think coming in Secret Wars and those things. So. I could see him being that. It's just we have no context in a direction, so it could honestly be like a guy with one line. But I hope it's not. Well, it does kind of seem like that, right, from this photo. Oh, we only have one photo, but it does kind of seem like he's going to be like one of the freedom fighters with like he's, six lines. He's a generic dialogue. freedom fighter outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I hope he is a, a, a Reed Richards, and every couple of movies between now and Fantastic Four, they introduce a Reed Richards and kill him. <laughs> and then have the Council <laughs> like, of Reeds. Like, which one is it going to be? So and then fun. the Council of Reeds is yeah. all those actors coming back in Secret yeah, yeah. Wars. <laughs> which yes. one is it? <laughs> They're just um, sitting in a circle. Now we this. all get to yeah. be Reed Richards. And it's Richards. always the people who are rumored. We're going to get Adam <laughs> yeah, Driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get uh, Pedro Pascal. Oh, all that'd these be people amazing. who are rumored. Just troll like Reddit and be like, that's who you nerds want? I'll hire him and I'll kill him. Let Harvey Firestein be Reed Richards. Oh my God. Too. Oh my god, I'm fantastic. There's just a green room that moves Zone's around so LA negative. that just lets the actor sit go. in a chair yeah, and yeah. play a Council of Reed member. Yeah, you sit down and they take uh, 1,700 photos of your body and like, we got you, you're good. The you're Doom good. Portal is real, yeah. it's just Kevin yeah, Feige yeah. casting <laughs> actors. Uh, well, speaking of the Freedom Fighters, we have Jen Tora. This is John Kasha's favorite character. Uh, she is the leader of the Freedom Fighters. Does group. she have like cybernetic implants? I don't know. This is like both organic and, and Her cybernetic. Helmet looking. is like spidery. I don't know. Yeah, this looked like it could have been a shot from like Black Panther or yeah. you know the Eternals or something. Yeah. Very strange. Um, yeah, they're called the Freedom Fighters. A weird name, I think, for the Quantum Realm. Give it a cool quantum name. <laughs> Can I say something? Yes, please. I want to interject here. You. First of all, let me allow me to defend the woman that we've discussed here today, <laughs> as the men all. Preen and Crow in her appearance. I, I think, think she did that. I, don't know. <laughs> I think, think every man on this <laughs> panel insulted her. Are you her. Right? us right now? What's happening? Let me come to her rescue. <laughs> What's happening? No, uh, 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 in defense, I think that a lot of these names are fake. Uh, oh. I think, I think uh, the Freedom Fighters is going to be a fake name. I think Ooh. Freedom Ooh. Fighters is pretty generic. I think, so I, generic. I think Lord Krylar is a, is a misdirect. Like, he may Whoa. be introduced as Lord Krylar. I believe that that character will be someone different, someone from Earth 616 that has gone into the quantum mm. realm. I, I, I like the idea of him being like a quantum realm purist of like, I have been around here the longest. But I also like the. Has Marvel ever done the trope of like the person comes in and kills the person and then replaces the person and calls himself the person? Oh. Right? Like, can you imagine Bill Murray? Yeah, uh, I guess a little almost. bit, but 
flipped. Like, if you imagine Bill Murray is from 616, yeah. somehow gets trapped in the quantum realm, yeah. sees someone who like looks vaguely like him, kills him, <laughs> assumes his personality yeah. and his role. A Don Draper, yeah. if you will. Yes. I like it. I just think we're being, a, like, I think that, like... You think we're being with a sled? Well, like none it. of this I, has really just, been said. It's all yeah. been, like, tiny little... There was a press release. Yeah. You can't that's, lie in a press that's release. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> We've got no footage of most of it. Is, yeah, I'm agreeing yeah. with you. Because, like, I, all of our footage is conjecture. And, and I think, yeah, and I think in the sense of, like, it's not a lie. It's just not the full story. Sure, sure. We want to be misled. Yeah. Please. You know, in the way that, like, in the trailers, they'll show things from reverse angles or is backwards or out of sequence. I want like, all Marvel trailers to be the Hulk and, like, running with a fake team. Like, yes. if they just give mm. us the tone via trailer and then let the movie be a surprise, because yes. then everyone can scrutinize and find Easter eggs, but then you actually get an experience in the movie. Yes. I think they should. This is a great time to talk about New Rockstar's newest channel, The Deep Dive. <laughs> the oh. Deep Dive. Which is launching on February 17th. Who? One of the videos coming out on the channel is going to explore how trailers lie to us. Eric did a ton of research, put together this like kind of like incredible, uh, really detailed piece of like trailer editing versus movies versus you know intentionality versus this just mm. got cut from the movie. Um, I would tell you to go watch it, but you can't yet. Um, but I have, and it's great. So February <laughs> stay tuned. On. February seventeenth. Go ahead and subscribe Fle to the flex deep dive. on two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. subscribe to the deep dive so you don't miss it. Uh, we also have, uh, oh, I can't believe you wrote this in the script, John. <laughs> uh, we have uh, we're, what we're calling Swirlhead Lightface Guy. Mm. Uh, he, he doesn't have a We name. saw this person in an early trailer. We haven't heard a voice. We don't really have a name for this person. Okay, there's this moment in, the, in another trailer where you see Kang putting, like, a ball inside of a mm. device. Mm -hmm. Now, if you turn, that device is like a tube yeah. we're seeing from the side. Mm. If you turned it, it would look like a little circle like that. Oh, and it could be that lighthead guy. It could be. He's activating lighthead That's guy. That's all I'm saying. It could be that lighthead Swirl guy. Swirl face When I am right, guy. I will wreak havoc at this office, okay? Man. I will destroy John. You know, I think, and this is my fault. He's coming around. As now. a producer of the show, it's my fault for not um, fully stamping this out. I do think we have a shot of that same device in a later trailer. No, perfect. And it sort well, that's what I'm saying. I wish I had. Show us um, now, or I it's... wish I had. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the things you were saying was that uh, you were saying that this could be Zeb. It could also be Zeb, because all of Zeb we saw was Zeb's head. Oh, and Zeb's dead, babe. His Zeb's group dead. evolved. Uh, and for me, I think Modok has yeah. like a little carrier that they put his weird head in. Maybe. So I like this idea that, that could also be Zeb. Zeb. Yeah. Zeb's uh, weird uh, goopy head gets put on that body. I don't know. I would we'll love see. if Dust Mulching is involved like a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, like great. Just, he gets <laughs> just like get... I've got a Trunker! That's Charizard uh, Dust Mulching. We also have the forearm bartender. <laughs> you know you got forearms? You're supposed to be a I bartender this, or a drummer. I think that this scene is going to be more important than we expect. Mm. It's like we saw those shots in Multiverse of Madness trailer of like uh, Doctor Strange and um, America and... Uh, God, who's, what's Rachel McAdams' character's name? Christine Palmer. Christine Palmer. Jesus Walking down that child. hallway and opening that thing. We saw the watch on right. the thing. We're right. like, what is that? And it was, the watch was a key. And yeah. it was an opening um, to get the Book of Ashanti, all that kind of stuff. I think later on in the trailer, we see them sort of like opening a portal in a world that looks relatively similar. I think the Freedom Fighters have taken them to like their speakeasy hangout place. And they're going to like 
portal them to some kind of really pivotal location in the quantum realm. Mm. Um, this is, I think this is like a late second okay. act moment. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful. I would assume that speakeasy is like an anti-scum and villainy cantina where it's a place Ken can't see. Yeah. So maybe it's a place like beyond the, his, his ability to interact oh. with. So they have like a place out of time because the Freedom Fighters are going to need a safe haven and presumably from Kang. Place or beyond maybe Kang. Bilbert. But yeah, I think a place beyond Kang is that for a, a non-Kang hangout. A place beyond the Kangs. Yeah, I love that Ryan, uh, Bradley Cooper, Ryan Gosling joint. That Goosling. Good. good. Uh, and then of course we have Modok. We've talked about Modok already. This is Darren Cross, or at least his face. Uh, and then at some point he gets this little body. Why did they give him a mouth where he's scowling? Get I just, I will say, if we bring that image up one more time. War face. Uh, human proportioned hands yeah. and arms. Yeah. That's how uh, Modok is. They they spaced, spaced way out. Yeah. No, but they to, just to put just to put your sort of yeah to put your sort of yellow jacket theory all it tied mm -hmm. in a bow, right? Like, you know, they got shrunk first. And then he gets yeah, down there. See the arm, one arm goes in first. Yeah. And then it kind of um, all happens quickly. So then maybe he's just like Goofy Boy has yeah. to get a shell, but the mm, arm stays. Yeah. You got to go around the arms. Yeah. And now he's Goofy Boy. Like, if, I'm, if I'm being transformed into anything, I want my thumbs. You gotta have thumbs. Yeah. I got a dog. He doesn't have yeah. thumbs. Changes everything. Yeah. It's, a it's a big difference. It's a big difference. Now, I also think Modoc is gonna be our classic Marvel moment where you have like the joke, the joke of the name moment. Mm -hmm. uh, in No Way Home, this was like, uh, your name's Otto Octavius? <laughs> Uh, Spider, Spider-Man's always making this joke, right? They did it in Infinity, Infinity War. War when he's like, oh, Doctor Strange, we're using our superhero names. <laughs> um, so they love this, they love this bit in MCU because yes, Marvel and, and DC and all comic books have silly names, guys, we get it. Uh, this will be the joke name moment of the movie when we when the name MODOK is revealed, but it will not stand for the traditional machine organism designed only for killing. Uh, it'll have some other goofy name, and Darren Cross will hate being called Modoc, and he'll be like, "Don't call me that. My name's Darren Cross." And like, whatever, Modoc. Yeah, I could see Darren Cross. Darren Cross, like in the first Ant Man movie, like was so full of himself and thought he was like the savior of the universe. Mm -hmm. I could see him being like shrunk down to the quantum realm. It's like, who are you? No one cares. I mean, to and be he's fair. just like really. So he makes that harsh shoulder. face to be like yeah, intense. Yeah. <laughs> Darren Cross was also constantly being gaslit because he was. Told that like pin particles don't exist and they did exist. Well, and he was going crazy because he had cross particles yes. uh, messing with his brain. Because you're free, Darren Cross. Yes, free, Darren. He Cross. did nothing wrong. Oh my God. The reason Ant-Man has a helmet is because the pin particles will drive you insane. Actually, and you have actually, to have the helmet. Hey, Pim, kind of a dick. Yes. He's, hey, he's creating this pin particle. Yes. And he's like, these are gonna drive me crazy. Guys, they drove me crazy. And I yeah. beat the shit out of my wife in the comics. Save yeah. it for our six-hour live stream after this. <laughs> are the bad guys getting a bad rap in the MCU? <laughs> Deep dive. Well, yeah, we'll we discuss could. we'll discuss that more. But first, be sure to check out nerdriot.shop where we have our latest merch designs based on Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. They're up for sale right now. I'm wearing one of the many Ooh. designs. This one says Lost Time, and it's Ant Man's head, and and it's shrinking. Oh, now I see it. And John's wearing a, a, a hoodie covered in dog hair. Scared. Oh, that's oh, God. Oh, I didn't Turn lint. back around. John I didn't lint roll the back of my dog hair. I didn't lint roll the back of my dog hair. There's you, a design on the front. When you buy merch from NerdRiot.shop, it will not be covered. It comes pre-hair. It does. Now, you might be saying to yourself, I've heard you guys say New Rockstar's merch.com all the time. What's NerdRiot.shop? Well, we're working more closely with our merch partners at NerdRiot to bring you more awesome merch based on New Rockstar's and the different fandoms that we all love. The part of that partnership, we got a new link, nerdriot.shop, you'll love it. MT even helped design one of the Quantumania shirts featuring Kang. It's the Vitruvian Kang. Ooh. Wait, Jess, come here. Uh, and 
Are you interrupting my, yeah, my yeah, sorry. merch spot to well, yell she's at Jessica? Well, she's got merch on. Oh, Jessica's great, also wearing some merch. She does not want to be called out right now. She's <laughs> sorry, wearing our, uh, our Black Panther Wakanda Forever shirt. She's working on her re-breakdown as we speak. Uh, you can still get this shirt at, at nerdriot.shop. You can get all of our awesome... Uh, be gone! <laughs> Quantumania merch. And if you order now, you can get it in time for opening weekend. We rarely have our shirts ahead of time. We're on the ball this time, <laughs> folks. Uh, it's really nice. Yeah, wear it to the theater. You see another person wearing the uh, shirt, be like, I like the rock stars. And they'll be like, yeah, I like the rock stars. That is always fun. I like those moments. Yeah, yeah. Like the same Call shirt out. moments at the theater. Call them out. Be like, new rock stars, man, I see you. I see you. Plus, I like, see you, you Jake know, Sully. This is, this is like peak excitement for this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and a little bit after the movie comes out. But then we're going to be like all talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And we'll have yeah. new merch for that Like mm -hmm. while we're super yeah. excited about it. This, this shirt will live on as time moves forward. What do you guys think we get before we leave the quantum realm? Uh, what do you think we get in the Super Bowl trailer, the days leading up to the movie? Oh, uh, wow. Well, hold your horses. Oh, well, there. I might have skipped. Oh, we're we're going to talk about Super Bowl stuff. So check out all the merch options at nerdriot.shop. Mm. Do it. You did it. It supports the channel. Uh, hey. Let's the talk Super about Super Bowl. Super Bowl coming up. Boy, boy, jump the gun. Guys, I'm a time traveler. And I jump back in my body too soon. Uh, the Super Bowl's coming up. It's in a couple of weeks. It's the Sunday before Quantumania oh. comes out, if that's how you live your life like I do. Yeah. A week from um, oh, wait. Sunday. It'll be a week from that. Yes. So yes. it's Sunday, yeah. so we'll have The Last of Us after show, and then there'll be no show Monday. So there'll be no opportunity for us to talk about these things. Tommy, no. Tommy, no. Tommy, no. Tommy, the no. break room is going to be live what? after the Super Bowl, <gasps> talking about all of the trailers it's that came out. Sunday. Sunday. Who will the be Bowl. there? I'll be, I don't exactly know yet. <laughs> I'll be drunk, suffering massive gambling losses. Oh no! Just get your pit ready. It's horrible. We're going to be right here uh, uh, after the Super Bowl. I don't know exactly what time that sh movie's get that movie. It's a movie. <laughs> that game. You know, a lot that of people would agree that it's rigged just like a movie, yeah. John. Scripted. So we don't say. We don't know what time it's going to end. It could go into overtime. Who knows? We do know we're getting a bunch of trailers, and we're going to want to talk about them as soon mm. as that ends. Eric Voss is going to have his own reactions to specific trailers uh -huh. uh, that we'll put out probably during the Super Bowl. Um, but after the Super Bowl, we're going to be here talking about all of them um, in one place. Convenient for you. Um, and I just want to kind of go over you know, what trailers we're expecting, and then maybe we can talk about what we kind of think we'll get out of them. The one that I'm the most excited about, I know this is crazy. Uh, I'm really excited for the Marvels too. We'll get to that in a second. The Flash. Mm. Mm. Cringe. Everyone has said this is the greatest superhero movie. They're talking this movie, movie a lot. Of all yeah. time. Mm. And I just want to know if I should buy into the hype or if it's hyperbole. Yeah. Um, I just, if I see the trailer, I'll be like, oh yeah, that yeah, looks yeah. like it's going to be one of the greatest superhero yeah. movies of all time. I mean, maybe they'll cut a bad trailer, but Warner Brothers historically, mm, the Man of Steel trailers, mm, good. They, they use the trailers, do they use a, pop, a popular song? Or do they just go score? Yeah, you're right. Suicide Squad trailer, really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, do they use a song like... I think uh, Flash. <laughs> yeah, do they do Grease Lightning? I don't know. Do they do? Um, yeah, so I, I think like, we don't really know too much about the plot of this movie. We got some stuff at DC Fandom in 2020, but if I'm being honest, it's been two and a half years. Right, right. I don't really we remember. We know that there's a Batman in yeah. it, and there's no longer there's a, a Batman in flashes. it. We got a couple Batmans and there a couple was Flashes. A there was two yeah. Flashes and no a couple Flashes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to just have more about this to talk about mm. um, and, and see what this movie is going to be all about. 
Okay. I'm thrilled. That'll be a good one. I'm um, very excited for Flash Show. Yeah. Um, for Universal, that was Warner Brothers. We're only expecting... That's all we're expecting from um, now. Maybe that'll give us something from Shazam that we've already seen before, but really, the Flash, uh, they've sort of pre-announced mm. that they're going to put that trailer out. From Universal, on the 10th, so a couple of days before the Super Bowl, Universal's having this big event for Fast 10, uh, uh, and then they're going to have a trailer uh, at the Super Bowl. Yeah. We're going to talk about that probably on Friday before the Super Bowl, um, if we can get our hands on it before we go live. Mm. Um, we're also getting a, a, like a 15-second cocaine bear 15 teaser before, oh, before the game. Okay. Yeah, that's not, that's they, not very good It's a, it's a low-budget movie. They only paid for 15 seconds before the game. So if you no. want to see more about cocaine bear... It would be a great if it's a 15-second trailer on cocaine, and it's like if you slow it... Oh, that's play it at, one, ah, at like yeah, point two five speed, Freddy, you should be a marketing. Yeah, I like that idea. Just saying 15 seconds is pretty stepped on. This is a messy cocaine That's right. I'm just saying. We're also hearing probably no Mario. Yeah, they put out a lot of Mario stuff. They might... They don't, they don't need it. Yeah. I don't think they need to pay the the Super Bowl prices. I think mm. this that movie's going to do yeah. Well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you skip this section real yeah. fast? Uh, for Paramount, we're expecting Scream 6. Uh, Whitney was in the office earlier. Very exciting. Uh, this next movie, too, Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among, Among Thieves. Tommy's excited about Transformers Rise of the Beast. Wow! It's a pretty good lineup. Yeah. We're not expecting, which is what I would be most hyped yeah. for, is Mission Impossible... Dead Reckoning Part One. We've seen a couple of things from that movie. We've seen some like weird featurettes and some like right. crazy the, stunt like, jumps stunt, and stuff. Stunt yeah, show that stunt video. Uh, but boy, those movies, especially after after Top Gun Maverick, like I'm ready for for more Tom mm. uh, Cruise tomfoolery. Ah. Um, we're not expecting anything from Sony, mm. so don't expect a trailer for Morbius 2. <laughs> not Morbid Time. Uh, <laughs> Craven the Hunter, Madam Web, any of those projects. Mm. Um, and according to Deadline, we might be getting trailers for John Wick Chapter 4 or Creed 3. Oh. They reached out to those studios for comment and right. didn't hear back we from We already them. have trailers for both of those. We do. I also so. feel like Creed 3 is the most on-brand audience, though. It like is. A yeah, sports totally. movie. And it's two weeks after crowd. that that it drops. Yeah, March I would, I'd put out. some money. Not a lot because yeah. of gambling on the Super Bowl. But I would say yeah. some money, Creed yeah. 3. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should go over our Super Bowl bets in that post show too. <laughs> yeah, See who cleaned yeah, up. That worked out. Who cleaned up and who's also, got to find a new place to live? Not enough people are talking about the fact that not only is Michael B. Jordan directing Creed Three as well as starring in it, mm -hmm. but it's the first sports movie to use IMAX cameras in the boxing ring. Oh. That's a surprise. Mm -hmm. No one's talking about that. Well, because normally they got to hide movie. everything. They don't want crystal clear. Like giants. that's going to be so uh, insane. Yeah, have punching, have you ever seen the bush. outtakes of like how bad the boxing really looks? Oh, it's like It's like the like the hooks are like this. I do love the story, right, that Stallone punched the shit out of Michael B. Jordan when they were filming oh, the yeah. first movie. If only that was an IMAX. Yeah. But, like, that's what's intense about this is, like, the, I mean, Dolph Lundgren hit him so hard he went in the hospital. Yeah. Like, the violence on these movies yeah. can be insane, so I'm really curious about, in IMAX, what that's going to be. And it's also, like, the trilogy, I think, that most people are waiting for. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm more excited for Creed than most things. Yeah. So it's, it's surprising that, like, the word of mouth hasn't gotten past that trailer to me. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, 323 is not that far hey, away. people are going to see Jonathan Majors in Quantumania, and they're going to yeah. be like, oh, he's going to be in this Creed thing? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Um, um, for as for Disney, uh, we're getting trailers for The Little Mermaid. Get hyped. So they did describe that. that as a teaser. Okay. Too. Well, so it's like they have well, a teaser know, already, and I don't that, know if it's going to be. But that wasn't even really a teaser, right? That was like, was like a part of the song. Part of a scene, right? Well, it was a teaser in that it was a true teaser where it was like I want to see Ursula. I want to see. 
just you know, I want to see some. Just aerial. That was the character. biggest moment I thought from D twenty three was how like yeah. stunning that footage was because we crazy. knew what to expect for a lot of stuff and a lot of the reveals were great. But I think we were all struck by Little Mermaid, so I really want more. So yeah. that, I'm excited for that. Yeah, uh, we're getting a trailer for Pixar's Elemental, um, mm. which is like uh, <laughs> for me seems sort of inside outy um, about uh, two elements. I think fire and water right. falling in love. Um, hearing possibly another trailer for uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Very exciting. And then we are getting spots for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yes, please. Um, hearing possibly we might get something for the Marvels, too. Mm. Um, I don't quite understand how uh, <laughs> it's possibly, right? Like, you'd think that they would have their spots all sort of locked in. Maybe yeah, it's like if the game runs surprise. long or whatever. They got, they got the spots, but they don't know what they want to put out, yeah. right? Um, I think that's where they're at. And the Marvels is very interesting because I think everyone who saw the footage of D23 was very surprised by it and was like, oh, this looks great. No. Put this out. Like, let's get the hype going for this movie. As a rem- and they haven't revealed anything. Yeah. Yet. And that's um, due for this summer. July. July. Yeah. As a reminder, last year we got the Multiverse of Madness trailer that had Patrick Stewart in it. Mm-hmm. Big moment. Um, the year before that, we had a trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was pretty cool. Good call. The year before that, I work in New Rockstars. The work <laughs> with well, the year before that, we got that tease of WandaVision, Loki, and Falcon right. and the Winter Soldier. But hmm. this year, we're not expecting anything from Secret Invasion. I don't think um, that show exists. <laughs> yeah, it might not. It's right? so secret. Um, so secret. I would love some other Disney Plus stuff, uh, like a Loki something or I other. Mean, but if I, they're not giving us yeah. a Secret Invasion, I'm not expecting. I want the secret Secret Invasion trailer where yeah. it looks like it's a trailer for something else, and then the yeah, characters saying change. That turns into a scroll. Uh, like if it uh, started as commercial. like a Loki two thing, oh, and you were like, so oh, this is great, and then Loki changes, and like they, all, and you're like, oh, yes, do something like that. That's another free one for you, Feige. So we'll be here. Today. We'll be here after the game late night on Sunday, talking about all this stuff. We're also going to be putting out our Last of Us episode, I think five uh, after show that night. Yeah, we'll see you back on Tuesday of that week to get excited we'll for Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania when we get to it. But yeah, gonna be a busy Sunday. Busy Sunday. Yeah. What it's time for mandatory fun. What, okay. what happened, no. Tommy? Oh, no. I don't know. Crystal Wind has been taken out of my sail. Oh, oh no. What happened? Oh, it's mandatory fun. It's the segment that I do with my three best friends. Oh, where I ask them really to have a little fun with me. Yeah, that's nice. Dave Batista has been in his feelings lately about his acting career. Oh, yeah? He's expressed oh, a desire really? to be in a rom-com. Oh, interesting. I've gathered three experts to be in my writer's room that's to right. help me flesh out a few Batista rom-com ideas I've cooked up. It's right, because oh. we were the three people that James Gunn was consulting on. For yeah, yeah. Well, it's amazing that I've now so brought you guys in. You thought of some ideas yeah. for a rom-com for David Batista. Yes. Yeah, this was kind of a funny headline we saw. He was kind of <coughs> complaining. Yeah. Very thirsty. That's yeah. Do not play the graphic. Play the graphic. Do not play, play the graphic. Put it up there. The graphic. There it is. There it is. I'm proud of it. Look at them. I'm proud of them. I like that. Every time I look at the penguin. Simu's, the penguin really gets me. Simu's jaw unhinges just, like a cobra. <laughs> I don't even know who's on the far right. I've completely forgotten. I hate it. Uh, yeah, he's kind of like begging to be in a rom-com. Well, he put it as like, am I not pretty enough for your yeah. rom-com? He did say that. He's like, I in look the in the mirror. the same way that we've all gone on Sorry. Instagram and been like, do I look okay? And everyone has to be uh, like, yeah, you look great. It feels so. It feels so gross in this outfit. <laughs> uh, all right. First, first pitch. Okay, so this is a pitch oh, I have. Oh, we're, we're ready. This is the first we're gonna pitch. We're going to pitch us. We're going to help you with this. I'm going to need you to go. Should I call I'm going to need you to stop scrolling up. Okay. The title is called... 
with this ring. Oh, okay. Oh, beautiful. That's you know, like a classic bow. Yeah, yeah. Dave Batista is Caleb, oh, a oh. local journalist Ooh. who wants to get engaged to his fiance Fiona. Wow. Played by Rachel McAdams. She also played Christine Palmer, John. I don't know if you oh, know Okay, yeah, yeah. The only problem is Fiona's parents won't approve of Caleb unless he buys a huge sparkling wedding ring. Oh, okay. Caleb has no choice but to turn to a life of MMA fighting, oh, that's and then there's a bloody underground fight to oh, the weird. death tournament with a one million dollar prize. Oh, that doesn't. That sounds like a, sort of a, more of an action movie. Yeah, that doesn't sound like okay. a rom com as oh, much. Okay, well, you know, I have a few. We okay. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. This that's, one, this one's like called movie. Second Chances. Oh, okay. okay. Dave Batista plays Nolan, <laughs> a local journalist who wants to get engaged to his fiance, played by Andy McDowell. <laughs> The What's only problem. In? That's some interesting casting. I like Megan. That one. The okay. only problem is Megan's parents are dark magic wizards wow. who have raised an army of undead ex cons to oh, do their why bidding. Are they Nolan must play judge, jury, and sex executioner oh. in this gory blood bath that asks, "Do we ever really get a second chance?" Wow. Why? Why do they have to be ex cons when they're? Because it's the second chance. It's the oh, second okay. Chance. okay. Second okay. chance. This one's actually great. I I, I will say. A lot of blood still. Okay, mm -hmm. I think this one's. I'm, a, you know, like uh, I've had a couple of friends who tried to set up movies at like Lifetime yeah. or, or wherever. The, yeah. They try. I, I, I truly, truly, this yeah. is a true story. Uh, my friend did a treatment for Lifetime, and they said, "Can't have a mom with cancer. Too sad." Mm. Oh, too sad. Mm. So I think the blood is like you know. What if it's on Netflix and Zack Snyder directs it because they're friends and mm. we get an action Snyder be, film? That's a rom com. That's not a, a bad. It's not a bad idea. I have a few that's more that I think are maybe a little more in the wheelhouse okay. that we're asking for. Okay. But I do want to remind everyone tomorrow hmm. we've got a sadistic super chat. No, oh, I don't. you're right. Going oh, to be God, so discussed. I'm kind of glad super chats been a little light today. They've been great. Everyone who did them, we, we appreciate it. I hope that's because you're all saving your shekels. Christian for Unpronounceable says, happy pre-Friday. Thank you, Christian. I and hope. then he says, he, 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 pee, pee. What? There will not Tomorrow. be urine, I don't believe. Uh, uh, I, I mean, urine. Uh, all right. This next title is called Playing It Safe. Oh, okay. Dave Batista is Preston, oh, a local journalist who wants to get engaged to his fiance Florence, mm. played by Kelly McDonald. Or, this is this is much better. Thank the you. only problem is Florence is locked away in an intergalactic safe deposit box oh, after being kidnapped by Mr. <laughs> Blister. <laughs> a sentient bubbling moon oh, creates a lab by Dr. Nasty, played say? by Patrick Stewart. Oh. Preston played, must played by played by or. Is Patrick Stewart actually Dr. Nasty? He may be. Okay. Preston must travel through time and space to release the flow. Oh, gross. Oh, hey, man. Gross. Hey, I'm so I'm goopy. That one's gross. rough. A lot of goop today. All right. If you guys don't like that, this is the last idea I have. And then I'm feeling really embarrassed that I even worked. I mean, I spent 15 minutes okay. writing these. Well, you came to your three best friends, your writer's room. You yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know trying what? to punch up, but you're, you're not right. taking you're, our notes. You're yeah. right, you're right. No, this feedback is down. good. I'll watch back after we air this. <laughs> okay. I will okay. watch back and I'll take these notes. Okay. My last suggestion, mm -hmm. never judge a book. Oh, smart. Mm. Dave Batista is Chase. <laughs> A local, journalist, a local journalist who is leading a book-burning effort oh, in the conservative sector oh, of Praxis south. Prime, oh, a mirror dimension that exists in the brains of parasite-infected sheep. Okay. He desperately cool. wants to get engaged to Clorpus Christie, a half-man, half-barstool, played by Succession <laughs> breakout star Matthew McFadden. Okay. Can Chase finally make an honest stool of Clorpus <laughs> Christie? Or will the librarians, a rogue gang of synthetic pleasure droids who seek only to 
who speak only in the Dewey Decimal System, destroy his happily ever after. Honestly, for me, that's I the like one. The that is one. A very no notes on the last one. Yeah. Corpus Christi's in the chat, guys. <laughs> this is, wow. Never judge a book is what we're calling this yeah. one, huh? Yeah. I, I like the last one. I think that's your best chance. Yeah. Thanks. It's not that is, but it does come around. We got pleasure yeah. droids. I'll be yeah. honest. That was the one I was hoping you guys would play. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Okay. Best for last. So, uh, Dave Batista, we know you're listening. If you yeah. like any of the ideas, your representation ideas, will reach out. Yeah. We're going to get you in a straightforward rom-com this year. Enough with the action. Enough with yeah. the thrillers. Enough with the mm-hmm. sci-fi. We're doing straightforward rom-com. Well, they have a little bit of all of those, I think. I don't, I don't think it's I, I, I wouldn't call it pleasure joy you know, action. Yeah. I think, uh, like Andy Buschetti, I'm a master of tone as well. <laughs> He's going to direct Superman like you wouldn't believe. That's right. oh. I'm sorry. Koi, I do apologize. We didn't put it in the script. We do have a little bit of time. Yes. If you want to talk to DC. Turn him loose. Yes. All right. Uh, Turn him loose. We don't have any kind of structure. Or structure well, this or is, agenda. I think, I think you're Jessica's biggest. off to the side saying no. I think okay. You're, you're give, give me. We got six minutes. I just need two. Your biggest okay. thing that surprised us was you said you think. Andy Muschietti will be directing Superman I think he's going to direct Superman Legacy. Okay, let's start with Superman Legacy. What I'm most excited about of this experience, we're going to start with Superman Legacy. Is I if think, anyone can do it fast. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're here. Let's see if I can get through all 10 at a reasonable time. All right, so Superman Legacy, which is me. Okay, Superman Legacy I'm most excited about because we're getting an all-star Superman take. We saw that in the imagery. It's called Superman Legacy. I don't think it's about him dying. I don't think that's about the state of what Superman ends at. I think it's about him building a legacy, him growing as a person, him growing as a character. I think we're going to get Jimmy. We're going to get Daily Planet. We're going to get all those things that we want for the heart of Superman. I think it's really important that right now, as the world is so dark as everything is so despairing we do get the superman in bright red trunks superman was invented in 1938 four did you years to the pole uh what pole? The trunks pole? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, Superman was in 1938, four years before World War II. We were in the thick of a depression. Right now is probably one probably of the worst times America has gone through. Now we need Superman more than ever. So I want a bright, shining Superman, a la All-Star Superman. And I think that we need him now more than ever. I think a slightly younger take is going to work. And I think the way they're building this is absolutely the right move for DC. Going over to The Authority. The Authority is a really interesting take because you're going to have a team of characters that are a lot like the Justice League, but are like an anti-justice Justice League. And you have the Suicide Squad already. So building in a character set that is already a commentary on these characters that are a commentary on the DC Universe itself is fascinatingly meta because the Authority was a Wildstorm imprint that was a commentary in DC that then merged into DC. So this is actually doing a thing that is happening in the comic books next month. There's going to be a book called uh, Waller versus the Wildstorm, and that is going to be about bringing Wildstorm into the comic books, and then two years later we're going to see that in the theater. So, a commentary on Batman and Superman in a universe where Batman and Superman exist, fascinating. In 2021, we actually had a Superman and the Authority book, and I think that's going to be a factor. So, that world of an anti-justice Justice League alongside the Suicide I think is going to be fun to we're going to play with. Next up, we got The Brave and the Bold. This is the Batman movie that is going to be about the Bat family. I think it's very smart to bring in Damian Wayne, because Damian Wayne effectively ages up your Batman. That puts Batman in a different position. Also, the darkness of Damian Wayne, him being an assassin, allows for us to have a lighter Bruce Wayne. I've said time and time again, I think the Pattinson Batman very, very importantly stay over here. I love that universe. I'm so excited about the universe. I would sacrifice most universes for that universe. But with this choice of Batman, we get to have the Pattinson darkness, the brooding, the thing that wouldn't really work to have Green Lantern land in it, frankly, with a lighter Batman that is going to be more applicable to the Justice League because of Damian Wayne. That also establishes a Nightwing that's probably going to exist, perhaps a Red Hood. It builds out the Bat family that so many people have been wanting for so long, and perhaps is of an Adam West-ish tone. Not that far, but a closer to Adam West than perhaps Nolan. It's going to be a little lighter for Batman. 
Batman because he's a parent. Next up, we've got Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Now, this is the one I'm probably most excited for, and this is my biggest pop of the whole presentation. Oh, yeah. oh, Supergirl yeah. Woman of Tomorrow is based off one of my favorite comic runs of all time. Tom, Ki Tom King is one of my favorite writers ever. He wrote one of my favorite Batmans. He wrote my favorite Supergirl today, which is Woman of Tomorrow, and I'm pretty sure he's actually writing this movie. Mm -hmm. He's been tweeting a lot about all the Hollywood stuff he's been working on, and he's one of the best writers in the game. Mr. Miracle is bar none my favorite DC book. You heard me, Frank Miller's everything. I love Mr. Miracle, and that's a Tom King book. So it leans very recent, but what it is is an almost Star Wars-esque scope in tail tail in scope. What it does is it takes Supergirl off planet and she's a very isolated individual. She was born on an asteroid. She knows the trauma of loss. She has missed out on the part of Superman that is Ma and Pop Kent raising him. She doesn't have that love and she's still a hero. So I love that she's able to overcome the isolation and she's a little more brusque for it. So she's a little bit more of a badass. She's she's the version of a character that some other people might want more but without the neck snapping. So I'm really excited for her to be able to be a little bit more brusque and grow as a character and the whole story is about her not letting someone else strike vengeance. There's a little girl that is orphaned that wants to strike vengeance on this alien and basically she's like, I will shoulder the burden of killing someone. You're an innocent little girl and she rides a badass horse because she's able to get their flyer even though she can fly. Fantastic books. Only eight issues. Very accessible. Just sold out on Amazon today. I'm very proud of that book. Swamp Thing is going to be, I think, the boldest swing for DC because I think this allows for a full-on horror movie. I think this is going to be DC having all these horror directors in their slate as a very useful tool. It looks like, though, James Mangold. It looks like he, he did share an Instagram post at like midnight the night of and I would love to just hear from the producer of Slither and the director of Logan on a movie. I think that's going to be a fantastic duo to make a movie. I think they're going to lean a lower budget and I think that's also a strength of a lot of this slate. Short of Supergirl and Superman you can make these for a lower budget which is going to be very good for Zaslav turning things around financially and I think it's going to be very good to show James Gunn's ability to profit. If you make an 80 million dollar James Mangold directed Swamp Thing that makes 300 million dollars that is a bigger profit than perhaps doing a 300 million dollar Swamp Thing. So I want very practical. I want very existential. They reference the Alan Moore run, which I'd highly recommend. It's a very trippy uh, journey into what reality is, and I think it very much suits this new DC universe. We've also got Creature Commandos. Hold on one second. Pause for water. Doing pause, great. Pause, pause. Pause for water. Double fist. <sighs> you have one got, minute. Okay. We've also got Creature Commandos, which is the most obscure of these to me. I didn't actually know this title, but it looks like he's doing what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy. This isn't from one run run of Guardians nor are those characters. This isn't from one run of Creature Commandos. He gathered his own greatest hits. So the Bride of Frankenstein seems to be the leader. I'm very excited to see more about this team. And I'm really curious about how obscure of a character set this becomes for fans of that title that I don't know. Waller, I think, is going to be a Peacemaker spinoff that ties in, again, the world they're building out with Wildstorm. I do think this is going to be a cameo-tastic world. And I also think this is going to be a really fun journey into the psychology of Waller. We had Peacemaker get likable. I think it's time for Waller to get likable. Lanterns, this was described as True Detective. Music. And I think this is going to be basically Hal Jordan passing the torch over to Jon Stewart, and this being a mystery that ties in the whole greater universe, and a true detective style is going to be fascinating. And I also think it's going to establish a terrestrial take that's going to end with them going out to outer space, and people have wanted Green Lantern for a very long time, and I think there's a lot of stakes in this choice, and I think having a water cooler conversation show like True Detective on HBO is very smart. It'll be like Last of Us, where we all talk about it every week. We need a lantern show, and we need them to be about justice in a very unique and interesting way. Booster Gold is probably the most topical of all these shows. This is a show about people, basically, uh, a guy coming back from the future and using future tech in a way that he is able to basically be a hero by default. So this guy is smarmy, he's attention-seeking, he's a bit of a douche, but I think that's going to be very interesting in the TikTok world where a lot of people do stuff for clout. I want to see a character that is basically trying to be a hero in the eyes of people just by being famous. I think it's very topical, I think it's going to lean into the insecurities of the world today, and I think it's going to be very, very 2025. And then finally, Paradise Lost is a take on Themyscira. There are a couple comics that are actually about the Amazonians without Diana. It seems like this is going to be building out a Game of Thrones-esque world, and I think it's going to build the tapestry of DC more than it builds an individual character, but 
but it does give us an interesting opportunity for Nubia and other Wonder Woman type characters to build out this world. I think this slate was genius for overall world building, and I'm actually more excited for a lot of this than I expected to be. My expectations were on an 11, and it gave me a 15. I think it leans a lot older, and I think it leans a lot more mature, and I think it's going to get people to actually read comics because you've presented them with comics. Thank you, James Gunn. I'm very excited. Well, that was wow. Great. That was great, Coy. I went over one take. Woo! One take. We uh, asked Coy to be on the break room yesterday. He said no, so we only gave him six <laughs> minutes today. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Uh, well, thank Those you all for tuning in today, and thank you, uh, Coy, for risking your heart health. <laughs> uh, we hope you all tune in tomorrow at the same time. We're gonna have an awful, awful redemption tomorrow. So be oh, sure to hear, be there, be here for that. Like and subscribe. Thanks for watching today. Tommy's got his breakdown of the first three episodes of The Bad Batch coming out on the channel. Any minute now? Any minute now? No, I, I, I said let it rip. <laughs> and Eric's doing a big uh, coming out tomorrow, talking about some of the deleted scenes from The Last of Us. Uh, but we hope you yeah. join us here tomorrow. We hope you've had a great Thursday. Check out NerdRiot.shop. Uh, and we'll see you here tomorrow. Latest gaters. Have a good evening.